This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Pat and Stu. It means we just had a weekend of football. Ah, yes, we did. Weekend of football. Good sports weekend. It's a good. It really was a good sports weekend. E- Excuse me. Eagles didn't lose. Neither did the Packers. Which is rare. And um, uh, of course they the, didn't play. The BYU Cougars won. Uh, Barely. Well, they won, but they won. Barely or not, they none of their games, all of their games have been decided by three or less points. Is that amazing? Five games, all by three or less. So they could either be 5-0 and right now, legitimately, easily 5-0, and or they could be 0-5, and but they happen to be 2-3. and so. And also, you should it's point out one. that it's not like these games are 10-7 games. Uh, they won, they, they right. won 55-53. 55-53 on Missouri on was Friday. supposed to play in, uh, yeah. in uh, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, this weekend. They were supposed to. And they did. No, and, they well, didn't. They didn't I mean, there's a, there's a good train of thought that says the other team showed up, but they did not. They didn't even show up. I think uh, and, at, the, uh, at the end, LSU just said, okay, well, we'll say we won 40, 42 to 7, and uh, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that weird, Missouri could have shown up and never heard of let anything. that score stand. Never heard of anything like that before. Kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> more importantly uh, than all of this nonsense is uh, the fact that America's team. Uh, locked down a wild card spot. There you go, baby. Uh, oh, are the Blue Jays going to the they're playoffs? Going to the playoffs. Are they yeah. coming to Texas? Uh, well, if they win on Tuesday, they are, which is making me very excited. May That'll I tell you, I was incredibly irritated with your effing Blue Jays the other night. <laughs> they were playing the Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Game goes long because, you know, they took too much time scratching and spitting. And not enough time. Play did. baseball. Get the game over with. Why football games supposed to be on? <laughs> by the time, by the time ESPN joined the football game, which was immediately following the dumb baseball game, one of 162 of the year. It was. Wait a minute. This nobody is a cares about. It's already late in the first quarter. Cougars are already up 21-7. And then they only won by two. Yeah, they won by two. Yeah. Well, uh, they. I mean, they eventually fell behind by. Uh, seven, I mean, it was, it, it, they were up 21-7, then quickly they were down 28-21. <laughs> That's <laughs> then, amazing. Then Solid they defense. were tied 28-all. Then uh, I think they took the lead 35-28, then it was 35-all. Then they took the lead 42-35. Please, walk us through the entire box score. That's, that's what we're looking it's, for. That's what he's I doing. Am. That's what I'm that's what doing. doing. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah, you're welcome. It comes right down to the wire. He hasn't even got to that yet. Go. <laughs> They were losing with a minute and a half to go in the game, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. He hasn't minute, got there yet. I'll, I'll jump to the end. Where Yes, they took the lead. Uh, <laughs> BYU was up 
45. And uh, Toledo scored to, uh, to be behind by one. And then they had the balls to go for two and did and won. Uh, and it ma- they the made lead, it. Yeah. So they take the lead with, I think, a minute 26 or something. Something like that. Yeah, it was, it was under minute two. Minute 26 under left. Two it's 53-52. Actually, there was less than that because I think there was only a minute six left. We marched down the field, get to the two-yard line, boot the field goal, win the game on the last second. Hmm. Interesting use of the I, term I, we there. We. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes. And then how about them Cowboys? Down 14, come back and win it? Another one you yeah, love. Prescott. Another they, one you love suck. to hear about. They suck. They really don't. They're 3-1 no, they and one now. They're 3-1. They really don't. And Romo's so, really what, what place up? are they in first place? I don't know. Are they, what's the, what place are they in? <laughs> is, there a, is there a number? <laughs> I mean, Do they assign a number to you, the place you they're in? though I have a dog in that fight, <laughs> no, and I really don't. I know but. you don't. Um, uh, well, let's talk about the other team sport that America apparently likes, politics. Ugh. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, it's tough, and it's a difficult thing to kind of walk into uh, because yeah. uh, the joy of sports is, is trashed by the uh, country falling apart. Uh, but there's some interesting new polls that came out. One I, we discussed briefly on radio today is this no, uh, New Mexico scenario. There is a chance uh, that Gary Johnson could actually win New Mexico. It was his home state. Uh, he uh, was a pretty popular governor there and, and is well-liked uh, in New Mexico. Uh, he is the latest poll that just came out had uh, Clinton at 35 percent. And she's been seen as the you know, she, this is going to this is a Democrat leaning state. So, again, if Johnson's hurting anyone here, it's hurting Clinton. Um, Clinton at 35, Trump 31 and Johnson at 24. Now, that is uh, the highest. He's, I think I did see one poll at one point of him at 25 percent, too. So it's not just a, a one poll sort of situation. He's still behind. Um, would need to make a run both there. Both of them? Um, yeah, he's behind both of them. He's in third place, but a close third, uh, at least for a third party. Like, candidate. so what are their percentages? Where, where Clinton? Well, we just went over that. It's 35, 35. Uh, for Clinton, 31 for Trump, okay. and 24 for Johnson. But, no, I'm talking about Clinton and, and uh, Trump. Yeah. Where so are they? 35 for Clinton. <laughs> 30. <laughs> Pat was singing about, I mean, oh, and it was 55, 53 <laughs> when they got that field goal. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about any of this I tried to transition. I know. I I'm just with you. don't I gotta, care. i got to be honest. I'm with you. Uh, Do we have the I'm picture? trying to care, but it's hard. I know. Do we have the picture of this map uh, of uh, of what the, the electoral map looks like in this scenario? Do we have that by any chance? Okay. So it's, oh, in the New Mexico the one I wins on Johnson scenario? If you, it, that's fascinating. Yeah. That I do care about. I mean, that's really interesting because that hasn't happened since, I think, the early 1800s, right? When was the last time it went to the House? To decide yeah, the presidency, been a long time. A, long, a long time. time. Um, so the way, so the the way that map looks is, if Johnson, let's say, blew up his campaign, didn't run, Clinton would win um, uh, 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 New Mexico in all likelihood, and that would give a, a map of two seventy two for uh, Clinton and two sixty six for Trump. Okay. The this wow, scenario would push Trump, uh, Clinton from two seventy two. Below 270 down to 267. So it would be uh, Clinton 267, Trump 266, and uh, Gary Johnson five electoral votes, which would then send it to the House. In all likelihood, that would result in a Donald Trump presidency, but a presidency that would have been Clinton's. Again, everyone, when, when I was talking about the, the bailout 2016 plan where we run a, uh, a conservative in some red party states, mm-hmm. they all complained about this and would be un-American and unconstitutional, blah, 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 even though it's right in the Constitution. Uh, this is the way that this could actually help the Trump campaign. And most likely, mo- states would just vote for uh, the, um, 
whatever their voters wanted to. I mean, you don't know how this is going to come out, but most likely there would not be a solution where they said, you know what? Uh, let's all come together and vote for Gary Johnson so we don't, we don't get either of these people. Like mm-hmm. that's, uh, Johnson's not well-liked enough. He's not respected enough. No. My, in my scenario, it was someone who had already run. Mitt Romney Mitt was Romney. The, one, the easiest one mm-hmm. to pull this off. But it was somebody that was well-liked by maybe both sides, yeah. at least in the House. And, and still, um, that would have been unlikely, right? Very. I mean, and still, it's unlikely that the House chooses the third-place uh, vote-getter. Right. It, it would probably be one of the first two. Yes, most likely it would be. However, uh, didn't it was Lincoln that finished third? I think Lincoln finished third and wound up uh, getting in that way. It has happened, but again, it's a long time ago since yeah. it happened. I don't, I don't think it was Lincoln, but it, w- it was it somebody was. in the 1800s. You don't think it wasn't Lincoln? I, I don't think so. Maybe I thought he was second. I don't know. There was Maybe. another one in the. There was an 1800s election, and, and there's a. We have a serial coming up um, on craziest craziest elections. elections, and I think this is one of them. There was four mm-hmm. candidates that got electoral votes yeah. in one of those elections. I can't remember what year, 1824 or something like that. Uh, and they all went, and then I think the second or third place candidate wound up winning. I don't even remember. It can't happen. Is it likely? The answer to that is no. I think if you had a guy, let's just say, uh, I'm trying to think of the right person. Um, and, and there's not, a, you know, we've become a polarized society. Obviously, there's not that right person. But if there's that right person right in the middle, um, maybe it was, uh, uh, you know, Joe Lieberman, right? Like that was a guy who ran as a Republican and almost a de- Democrat, then became an independent. You know, no one. But like if you had a candidate, Clinton, everyone hates Clinton. Everyone hates Trump. And the, the people in the middle said, you know what? We've got a guy in the middle. Lieberman, he's an independent. He's been a Democrat. He, he, he almost ran on the, the party of McCain. Maybe as a placeholder, we put him in because this is too crazy. Um, and because remember, you'd be taking Hillary Clinton will have won, had, had the most electoral votes in this scenario. So mm-hmm. giving it to Trump would be what some people would say. That's against stealing the will of the people. A, stealing the election. Most likely in this scenario, Hillary Clinton has won the popular vote as well. Yeah. Um, now, the rules would say what, what happens is like <clears throat> the Texas delegation gets one vote and the Rhode Island delegation gets one vote. Um, so each there'd be 50 votes cast and um, likely the Republicans with, I think, control of 32 or 33 of the states would be able to put Trump in office or Johnson or Clinton, whoever they wanted. Um, and some of those states um, would 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 vote for Trump because it's look, it's the will of their voters. I think the 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 state legislature is going to say, like, wait a minute, we got to get elect reelected by these people. We don't want to go against what their um, their will was. The, one of the differences between this scenario and the one that I suggested a while ago is in this scenario, they had the opportunity to vote for Johnson and chose not to. That's a big distinction from um, what I was suggesting, which is a lot of these places, you know, uh, Mitt Romney or, uh, you know, or Joe Lieber, whoever's in the middle in this scenario would not have been available as a choice in many of these states. So there is at least an argument to be made to say, look, you know, he didn't qualify for these ballots. Maybe that's a, a reason mm-hmm. um, that you would select mm-hmm. the other choice because they had they didn't have the opportunity to vote for this person. Uh, here they did have the opportunity to vote for Gary Johnson and chose not to. So to go against the will and say, you know what, they voted for Trump, but we think it would be better to be Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I do not think there's a spine like that in Washington. I don't think that's that's something that they could do, even if they thought it was the right thing to do. So my guess is it would be Trump. I also don't think that they would say, well, we're going to give it to Clinton because she won the popular vote. They would vote for their party interests yeah, in that I th- scenario. Yeah, I think so. And of course, the especially Repo- if they're Democrats. one electoral uh, away right, from each other. It was other. close. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there, there's not too much too much to show that Johnson's going to win more than one state. Although it's not impossible. There's some states where he's done 
mid uh, mid upper uh, teens. But all this is contingent on him winning New Mexico, which is the state over which he was governor. And still, it, probably that's unlikely. Yeah, I pro- mean, still probably less than a five percent chance. Yeah. but it is an interesting conversation piece as we're five weeks away. Yeah, it right. Is. I mean, I you know I think that the the way that this could happen and become more of a realistic possibility is if in the next debate Trump again maybe does poorly. Uh, and Clinton also does poorly to the point where you're just all like, God, these people are terrible. And at that point, you st- maybe people start considering a third option. At this point, I think what's happened is Trump was really bad, law- got destroyed in the debate by Clinton. The-, the biggest margin now is not the CNN poll any longer. The, late- the biggest margin of defeat in a scientific poll is now the Fox News poll, which showed Clinton winning the debate 61-21, a 40-point uh, loss. A lot of that has to do with afterwards, wow. yeah, even worse than the CNN poll, which I think was 35. Wow. A 40-point loss on a Fox News poll. So, Jeez. Um, you know. So much for their pointing out all the uh, online polls. Well, they're still doing that. I mean, it's, 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 which is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's one of the most embarrassing, embarrassing. things I've ever seen. Especially uh, when their own poll shows a loss by 40 points. Yeah. What are you doing? You're disparaging your own poll now? You're you're <laughs> so discrediting bad. your own poll? It makes them look terrible. They, I mean, they look awful right now. Yeah. I, I you know, and I'm getting a lot of feedback on on Facebook that uh, and you know, I don't know that this is a scientific either and it certainly isn't, but a lot of people are saying I they just don't watch anymore. They just don't even turn Fox News on anymore. I think they yeah. really There's, hurt themselves. And the same issue with your Facebook feed is the same issue with these polls. It's, it's a self-selection issue. People yeah. who want to read what Pat Gray is saying are likely not happy with Trump at the, mo- um, at the moment and, <clears throat> right. and are, are therefore not happy with Fox. True. Um, so, But it is interesting. There are a lot of people doing that. And I think you could take, from an online poll, you can't take much. Uh, but you can at least, uh, you know, maybe there's something to take from an enthusiasm or at least the... Um, belief that they need to touch those polls. I mean, Ron Paul had a lot of enthusiasm. He won every online poll. It did nothing for him. He, he really did. I mean, it was, it was amazing. And he won them by more than Trump does. So people were wildly enthusiastic over Ron Paul. Interesting fact. Um, some of the people who are now praising online polls uh, did not mm-hmm. feel the same way when Ron Paul was winning them. That is an interesting yep. fact. Again, again huh. I, what, I don't have any science behind that. <laughs> because how many um, times has Ron Paul been elected president since then? Well, twelve. the 12. 12 uh, times? He, yeah, uh, I thought it was like he's a 12 zero. Term, 12 term? Like, no. No? Like none. Like, he's never been elected. No. Never come close to being elected president. So. I, and, I, and the worst part about this is it's taking advantage of people who just don't know anything. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, and it's, it, you know... You might say, well, a lot of these scientific polls are, are tilted. And there are arguments to be made for that. Like, I look at these things all the time. And when you look at the grand s- s- scope of things, there is a this is a conservative principle. There is an economic financial incentive for these people to get the polls right. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. It does them very little good to go on and say, well, you know who's winning Hillary by 80 and she loses. That, that makes their company be destroyed. So they all, I think, try, though they take liberties at times and do things that I don't agree with in their decision-making process. There's an interesting thing that came out from the New York Times in which they gave all the same survey data to four different pollsters. So they didn't, the pollsters didn't make the calls this time. The Times did the calls and then gave all of the interview data to the different pollsters. And what they came out is about a four-point split in what the results were. Because some people eliminated certain demographics, some people weighted things differently. So some people had Clinton, or Trump up one, and some people had Hillary up three. 
and just from the exact same interviews. So there is a an art to this, and it, sometimes it can be difficult for them but to lock it down. But that's not a massive but, spread. And that's not a massive spread. It's it's a, it's, <laughs> and, and that's why you look at all the polls over the entire breadth of all the pollsters, and look at mm-hmm. the largest samples that you can, because you try to get a general idea of at least averaging, or if not, maybe even doing more work than that. And a lot of models can now do that. The issue here is. There is a debate there, and, and there are nuances there. That is not what online polling is. And you're taking advantage of people who know nothing about this process, who are saying, well, yeah, but the online polls, there's one person says it's online polls, the other, the other say the other polls are saying it, so it's basically even. And I believe the online polls because it's my guy. The online polls have no science to them. You can sit there and just vote and then clear your cookies and vote again. The only thing the online polls are for, in, in reality, is to engage your audience so you say, hey, keep coming back to my site, right? You want people to, to be engaged with you because they'll come back and check the results because so, they want to see what's going on. And it's a way to maybe take the, a quick pulse of your audience. And it's more valuable in a low, um, a low news impact environment. When you have Drudge, first of all, posting the poll, and then posting links to all the other polls. So people who go to Drudge see the link, and they go and vote because they're all Trump fans. You're not getting, you're not getting a sample that makes any difference. There is no value to any of these polls at all. But, but what's bad about that is not that the average person who works at a grocery store and, and comes back home and looks at it, and, wow, Trump won that poll 88 to 12. That's kind of amazing. You could understand someone not being engaged in inner inner workings of polling and how how it, how it works. The issue is every person who is on television telling you about this, they all know. They all know there's no value to these things, and they're telling you anyway because they want to manipulate your opinion and keep your enthusiasm out so you don't get beat down by losing. They're lying to people constantly, and that is a much bigger issue than the average person maybe being fooled by an online poll. The fact that these people are going on television and lying to their own audience is so incredible to me because they're putting politics above truth. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing we will, you know, I always try to do Mm -hmm. here. Uh, You know, we told you all the time, Ted Cruz won every one of our online polls uh, about about the uh, in the primary. And we said, this does not mean that Ted Cruz is going to win. This does not give you any indication that Ted Cruz is going to win the primaries. This is just a, a quick pulse of our audience. This is how he audience. does with our audience. Yeah. And obviously that wasn't quite enough. It got him no. to second place, but that didn't place. get him all the way there. Right. And he, Trump pulled um, in the middle of the pack to the bottom of the pack in almost every single poll with our audience because our audience is not representative of the entire Republican primary electorate. Right. And we Sadly. told you that every single week over and over again. You can't take this and bring this to the polls. This doesn't mean they're going to win every time. I yeah. told people that in person, on Facebook, over and over again, because it's, it's important that people understand the truth. I, I, we mm-hmm. trust you as adults, and we trust you to be able to actually listen to the information, decipher it. Um, do we, uh, why does Glenn say do your own homework? Because he's doing the opposite of what many hosts are doing today. They don't want you to do your own homework, because they know if you do your own homework, you're going to know they're lying to you. John Hannity. I don't know why that just, I, I don't know. Are you previewing the next segment or something? No, I just, I, didn't, I really got a Tourette's thing over the weekend. That it just, oh, my God. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, no, no, uh, not really. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, really, I will tell you one scientific thing, though. BYU beat Toledo okay. 55-53 over the weekend. It's amazing. And they have Michigan State coming as a up team, on Saturday. You were a fan of a team that has three <laughs> losses in college football. Yes. And as you have admitted to right. me off the air, mm-hmm. uh, you're, they're probably not going to some... 
Well, fancy bowl. there's no probably about that. They're not going to. They're a not fancy going bowl. to a fancy. Bowl. They're going to their contracted bowl. They're going to which their contracted is the poinsettia bowl this year. Which again means that thank the you. Season, Good night. Drive safely. The everybody. outcome of this season is largely the poinsettia bowl. Right. Right. It's the poinsettia bowl, and they will against, win or lose that game. Uh, you, you know, Navy. Somebody like okay. that. Okay. Right. Yet, yet your mood mm-hmm. from a two-point victory for, to a two-point <laughs> loss from week to week, is, it, it, the swing is insane. And yet, you're thrilled. Even you're exactly you know, the same with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, right? but the Eagles, you? No, the Eagles are different. In that, Why? Because pro football is, is different, and I believe yes. superior oh, big time. to college football in this way. Yes. In that, like, in the that, Eagles if could, you lose a few, you're not done. Right. Like, you can still go to the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, Keith Malinak is stalking us over here. Keith, we'll walk over to Jeffy's boob for a second. Yeah. It was two years ago, I believe, that uh, you told me uh, about halfway through the season that the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, Take and the Carolina voice. Panthers. You got it. We're all uh, mediocre, terrible teams yes. with terrible records halfway through the season. And you said, you know what? One of these teams is going to go to the playoffs, uh, and maybe we'll make a run at it. And if I was in Vegas right now, I'd put money on that. I remember, I remember thinking about that. What happened? The Carolina Panthers went on some ridiculous huh. run, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Do you remember the records? Yes, I believe they, they won with eight an 8-8 eight eight? Eight record, yeah. which means you get a home yeah. game if you win your division. But at the time you said this, they were 2-6, and six, I believe. R- maybe worse than that, actually. But, yes. Uh, uh, 2-5-1 or something like that. hosting the Arizona Cardinals, which they won. Which they won the playoff game. And then went into uh, the uh, the uh, in the next round and then got blown out by whoever, the eventual champions, Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Yep. But, I mean, here's a team that actually made a run. Like, they had a chance, and if they got hot at the right time and right. had a couple. Yeah. We've had the Green Bay Packers are a good example of this. Uh, the year, the last time they won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they were not uh, considered a top team, and then they mm-hmm. got hot at the right time and made a run. In college football, when you got three losses, it doesn't matter how hot you get. Well, especially if you're an independent. Yeah. However, yeah. it yeah. is important this year because of the whole Big 12 thing. And if, if they finish 9-3 yes. and three now, if they won out, Let's say, and they finish 9-3. They're and still three. looking okay. And then they win the bowl game. That's 10-3. and three. That looks pretty damn good. Yes, but this is, the, this is yes, every does. year for Oh, you. I calculate this all the time. It's I, every year from you. As is, I wrote in the very beginning, hope springs eternal for a BYU fan. It's true. And you say, at any point in any season, mm-hmm. your standard <laughs> belief is they are going to win out. <laughs> You're saying, like, at, at, well, it could be 0-8. Yes, well, have you to. have to. You have to. That's college football. You have to believe that. Because if I don't believe that, i got nothing to watch. But it affects your mood dramatically. It, it, does. And now yes, it I, does. Now, the Eagles do it with me as well. But once they're out of it, I, once I know they're not going to the playoffs, you know, I mean, I'll watch for future stuff, young players. Like, but I'm not going to sit here and live and die over every – I'll watch the games, of course. Of course. But I won't sit here and be like, oh, darn it, now they're 5-11 and 11 instead of, uh, you know, 6-10. <laughs> and, and you call yourself a fan. Did you see the Falcons game yesterday? By the way, I've got to get this in there. <laughs> Did they win Matt again? Ryan, Another huge win. 503 passing yards. Yeah. Julio oh, Jones. Was, wow, that's right. 300 receiving, 300 receiving yards. yards. That's crazy. <laughs> What's the sixth time that's ever been done in I'm history? I'm feeling it, baby. I'm feeling what, it. What they're doing right now is... It's in bonkers. Pretty amazing. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are really. Uh, uh, they are. Uh, let me be the first to say. I this. hate to admit they, it. They look like the greatest show on turf. I'm sorry, you're the wow. first person to say that? Is that <laughs> no, right? Keith said it over the weekend, but it's starting to look that way. I yeah. mean, they, they are really uh, starting to... To put up huge offensive numbers, mm-hmm. and this is of course what you expected from the Falcons for the past yeah I don't know, three years. years. Maybe I don't <laughs> know, maybe finally. a dozen years. Seriously, I mean, since the last time they won what thirteen games a few years ago, right? And almost mm-hmm. yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, every year since then, I've been like, oh, this this is the real year for them. And every year, <laughs> and now I think it's been so bad the last few years, everybody's I've like, finally ah, started to bail on that. Suck. Yeah, I think even Keith was bailing on him, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're world beaters. Oh, I don't think Keith ever bailed on the greatest show on turf. 
too. Yeah, no, he. No way did he expect this. No way, Keith. Are you going to say you you expected this? I absolutely did not expect Thank this, you. but I also Thank absolutely you. did never consider bailing on. Thank him. you. Well, I mean, bailing on. I just forget it. You know, the <laughs> fact is, your current phone carrier uh, uses your money to undermine your beliefs. It just, I mean, that sucks. They spend tens of millions of dollars to to remove conservatives from office and get people like Hillary Clinton elected. It's really not good. A lot of them do it, too, with, like, annoying uh, environmental charities, uh, oh. which you're like, oh, that seems nice. There's a, there's a nice bear, a panda bear as their logo. Uh, and then you realize they're dumping money into things that you, I mean, would mm-hmm. straight out call socialism. I mean, uh, you know, huge programs uh, taking, uh, giving control to uh, government um, or global sort of governance organizations to control the way uh, your policy works in your country. Stuff you don't believe in. Sad part, uh, nothing you can do about it. Well, no, that's not true, Pat. You can have uh, you can go to Patriot Mobile. You could switch. What? Yeah, now you might say, I'm not switching huh. my freaking phone service because they're going to charge me $200. Well, uh, Patriot Mobile has a, a way to handle that. They're going to give you a credit of, I think it's up to $350. Yeah, $350. Um, so if, if, your, if your current phone provider penalizes you, they'll pay for the switch. And they'll give you all the nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G, LTE data, competitive prices, and they will donate money not to some crazy panda bear charity that's going to screw you over. They're going to give the money to a conservative organization of your choice. Yeah, that'll include like the NRA or FreedomWorks that we talk about all the time. So you get the same quality service. You get the latest, best phones, including the iPhone 7 if you want, or the Samsung Galaxies, all of that. And a mobile phone company that supports the same values you do. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Or call 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. So, uh, Donald Trump may have avoided paying income taxes for nearly two decades. So... I mean, look, if it's legal, so what? And your point? I mean, when you lose $916 million, they make allowances for you. When you lose almost a billion dollars, yeah, you can claim that for a while. And it offsets taxes. Uh, I would like to hear his explanation as to how he lost $916 million. So would I, as as the greatest Um, businessman of all time. You know, as a guy who only wins and never loses, uh, how'd you lose almost a billion dollars? 
How'd that happen? Yeah, and there's some. Uh, there are things that you would learn from full tax returns that you could be able to prove or disprove uh, whether he did this stuff right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's questionable. I mean, and you know, a lot of the criticism has come on the New York Times and saying like you can't just run someone's tax returns because someone sent them to you. That's not that's not right. You're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting the speculation as to how they got these tax returns, uh, which I find fascinating. There's only one person who could send those tax returns uh, and, and legally um, have no problem for the New York Times or for them. And that person would be uh, Marla Maples, the wife at the time. And mm. if you look at the signature sheets, it appears to be her copy um, because they have, you know, when you, get, when you do your tax returns, if it, someone in his life has dared to defy him, and she's the and one. Help the other side. Well, Ivana. Interesting. Despite wow. her previous accusations of rape against Donald Trump, Ivana has been Ivanka. No, Ivanka. Ivana. Ivana. Yeah. Okay. Right. Ivana right. has. I been, always get those two confused. Ivana has been generally supportive of this run. Seems like um, it. Yeah. And obviously Melania has been. Marla is a liberal. Um, she is. Oh, is she? Yes. She's donated wow. previously to uh, Hillary Clinton. I mean, so did he, though. Not as much as Donald Trump, obviously, but he's, <laughs> he's donated to Hillary Clinton previously. Um, and she had, met, had one quote uh, a while ago that basically said something to the effect of, when he was going to run in 1999, if he actually goes for this, I'm going to make sure people know the truth about the guy. Now, since then, she's been pretty wow. behind the scenes and has not been outwardly doing this. But the Times runs these uh, and says, look, you know, we don't care. We're not worried about the, the legal ramifications. Well, if Marla leaked her own tax returns, that wouldn't be a, a legal issue. It also would not be a legal issue for Marla, um, because if a tax attorney stole them and, or some guy in the office mm. made a photocopy and sent them in, they could get in trouble. Marla would not get in trouble for leaking her own tax returns. Um, so it's kind of interesting that at least that's the speculation is that it could have been her. Um, and we don't know exactly why all of them weren't included, but it would make sense. I know this, you know, this is certainly true in my family. You know, we send our taxes away to uh, an accountant who does them and God only knows what the hell happens with them because I don't understand any of the laws. And they come back and I say, hey, make sure you don't try to take any extra deductions because guaranteed uh, someone uh, where I'm going to get audited eventually and I don't want it. So just if it's questionable, don't take it and then send it back to me. They send it back to me. I sign it. I give it to my wife and she signs it. But when I give it to my wife, she gets to the top page and she just signs it. I mean, she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not interested in it. She's not interested in looking at it. Um, so it would make sense that the only page of that tax return that Marla still had potentially was that one. Uh, kind of interesting, although, you know, you never know. You know, we really don't know at this point. Um, but it's one year. You know, he has been um, it's been highly reported that he had major disasters around that time. It was a little early. Yeah, the, the early, early to mid 90s were, were not good. We're for not him. good for Trump. Uh, he had real, real problems. Um, and the fact that he took a huge loss like that and spaced it out over years is not necessarily interesting to me. But I think it does indicate um, that that is not why he's not releasing his tax returns. It has nothing to do with him not paying taxes. No, he's proud of that. He's proud of that. He's, he, his, his instinct was to say he was proud of it. All of his surrogates have come out and said they're proud of it. Mm-hmm. He, that is their spiel on this. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I, I, I did this. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty smart for doing it. And frankly, I, who wouldn't? Come on. If you lost almost a billion dollars, uh, and most of us will never see that in a hundred lifetimes, 
But if you lost a billion dollars in a year, of course you're going to claim it on your taxes if you can. If it's legal to do, you're going to do it. There's not a single person living, not Hillary Clinton, not Barack Obama, certainly not Warren Fat Piece of Crap Buffett. None of these people would pay taxes that they can get out of legally. Not one of them. Of course not. So that drives me out of my mind. And this is not helping Hillary. Do you get that, Trump supporters, if there are any left? We are not helping Hillary. We are defending Donald Trump on his tax situation. None of these Democrats would pay a cent extra if they could get out of it. And by the way, these are good rules. For, they like, are good rules. For example, let, let's there just are say very few good rules in the tax system. Right. This is one of them. Right. Let's just say you lose a million dollars on some investment. Right. Yeah. And and then the next, so you you sell your stocks, you lose a million dollars on your investment. Um, and then the next year, you make $500,000 back. If you didn't have a rule like this, they would tax you on $500,000, like say half. So you'd pay $250,000. Mm-hmm. What's your income over two years? Minus $500,000. So your two-year income would be minus $500,000 because you lost a million and gained 500000 So you're yeah. in the negative still. Then you're also getting taxed another $250,000. So now you're minus $750,000. Right. Right. That's not fair. (laughs) Okay, that's not a good rule. So they let you space out losses like that. No one has any sympathy for somebody who makes that kind of money, even when they lose that kind of money. Nobody cares because they're rich. They deserve it. They're they're getting what they... But that's just Democrat gains. But that's just bullcrap Marxist theory. That's all that is. Exactly. I mean, obviously, I think any person would realize... If you said, in two years, I am going to lose $500,000, how much should I pay in taxes on that interaction? You would say, zero? You shouldn't pay any taxes if you lost $500,000 and made no income? Mm-hmm. So what, what they do with this is they let you space it out over a long period of time so that Trump, if he was making $50 million a year for 10 years after that, his income over that period is still negative. Because he lost $900 million in a year. Mm-hmm. So he's able to pay zero taxes. Now... The issue here, because the average person can have these interactions, um, that can happen to the average person. I mean, not I would on say on a much smaller scale. A much smaller scale. I mean, I wouldn't say as low as Jeffy, but like a normal person who has who might have an investment uh, loss or gain can face something like that. Um, and so that actually makes sense. It, it, what it, what is implied by the criticism of the Times and others is that, well. The $916 million loss seems like a little bit of BS financial engineering. And so did he actually have this loss or did in reality, did he get someone to forgive a lot of that debt, perhaps a a third party entity? That never tried to collect it, and he was able to escape all the taxes. Because well, now you're talking about shady dealings, right? And that's and, a little different. And that's what the full tax returns would be able to show, probably. Right. Yeah. Um, in reality, we, with this much information, all you can do is speculate. Um, and I don't know that that helps mm. Trump because I mean, everything, as Hillary pointed out in the debate, and I think in a moment of some dishonesty but also effectiveness, well, all we can do is sit here and speculate, and speculate because you won't tell us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a kind of a BS tactic, as Pat has pointed out, I think, correctly. 
However, with this situation and, and everyone doing it for 40 years, people expect to know this information about their president, especially one that is running with the only qualification of having a good business record. Yeah. It's the only I, reason you would want him to be president. I, I love your theory that we just put an end to this game and let's just make it mandatory. Let's make it mandatory. Just make it mandatory. If you're going to run for president, you got to show us your taxes. Yep. And then you're done with Ten this years game. of taxes. You're Whatever. done with the game because yeah. it's a stupid game. It's stupid. More patents, too, coming up in a minute. And we already have financial disclosure. Right. Uh, right. Requirements. So, so just, there's, make, just make this one of them and let's yes. get over it. But you know what? These senators won't want to apply it to themselves. I swear this right. is why we only have term limits for the president, because they didn't have to apply the limit to their own power to exactly themselves. Right. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Beck is the uh, phone number. Uh, we have kind of break from politics and do a little uh, kind of interesting book review. This has come. This has come out. Um, I'm really excited about this. It's called um, you know, and we, we're we're losers for the World War II history here uh, on the program. Um, and uh, there's a book called Hitler: The Ascent that is coming out. This book is a um, thousand and eight pages. Uh, wow! And it's only the ascent. It's a two part series. So you're going to get a thousand pages on, I think it's 1885 to 1939, and then another thousand pages from 1939 to 1945. So this is like one of those like, there are every 20 or 30 years is another effort to really tell this story, maybe in a new way with a new observation or a new look. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what this one is. Um, so some of the uh, clips uh, from the review, we'll just go through them here. Uh, let's put them up on the screen. All right. There you go. Uh, Hitler was often described as an egomaniac who only loved himself, a narcissist with a taste for self-dramatization, and what Mr. Ulrich, it's the uh, author, calls a characteristic fondness for superlatives. Gosh, that doesn't sound at all familiar. None of this so far is familiar uh, at all, you know, in relation to anyone else like today. I'm not getting any sort of similarity at all. I don't know why you'd need to make the point that you're not seeing a similarity. Well, because I just wanted people to know that I don't compare Hitler to anyone, and I certainly don't see any potential similarities between what you're talking about here with Hitler and anybody today, in today's life, today. That's good. It goes on. Who Uh, might run today. His manic speech and penchant for taking all or nothing risks raised questions about his capacity for self-control, even his sanity. Again, nothing. No, No one. But, okay, go ahead. Uh, but as Mr. Uh, Ulrich underscores Hitler's shrewdness as a politician with a keen eye for the strengths and weaknesses of other people and an ability oh. to instantaneously analyze and exploit situations. Uh, okay, well, let's do a little bit more of this review. <laughs> it looks pretty interesting to me. Um, Hitler's ascension was aided and abetted mm. by the naivete of domestic adversaries mm. who failed to appreciate his ruthlessness and tenacity and by foreign statesmen who believed they could control his aggression. Early on, revulsion at Hitler's style and appearance, Mr. Ulrich writes, led some critics to underestimate the man and his popularity early, early on, while others uh, dismissed him as a celebrity, a repellent but fascinating evening's entertainment. Politicians, for their part, suffered from the delusion that the dominance of traditional conservatives in the cabinet would neutralize the threat of Nazi abuse of power and fits Hitler in. As far as Hitler's long-term wishes were concerned, Mr. Ulrich observes, his conservative coalition partners believed either he was not serious 
or that they could exert a moderating influence on him. In any case, they were severely mistaken. Um, off topic, uh, the vice presidential debate is coming up tomorrow. We're going to cover that this week. Uh, next uh, clip. Hitler's rise was not inevitable. In Mr. Ulrich's opinion, there were numerous points in which his ascent might have been derailed, he contends. Even as late as January 1933, it would have been an eminently possible to prevent his nomination as Reich Chancellor. He benefited from a constellation of crises that were, uh, was able to uh, exploit cleverly and unscrupulously. In addition to economic woes and unemployment, there was an erosion to the po- of the political center and a growing resentment of the elites. The uh, unwillingness of Germany's political parties to compromise had contributed to a perception of government dysfunction and the belief that Hitler's supporters of the country needed a man of iron who could shake things up. Why not give the National Socialists a chance? A prominent banker said of the Nazis, they seem pretty gutsy to me. And why not give them a chance? Uh, is there any more? Oh, I think there's more. Hitler's repertoire of topics, Mr. Ulrich notes, was limited. And reading his speeches in retrospect, it seems amazing that he attracted larger and larger audiences with repeated mantra-like phrases consisting largely of accusations, vows of revenge, and promises for the future. But Hitler virtually uh, wrote the modern playbook on demagoguery, arguing in Mein Kampf that propaganda must appeal to the emotions, hmm. not the reasoning powers of the crowd. Uh, It's purely intellectual level, Hitler said, will have to be at the lowest mental common denominator among its public, its desire to reach, because the understanding of the masses is feeble. He went on, effective propaganda needed to be boiled down to a few slogans that should persistently be be persistently repeated until the very last individual has come to grasp with the idea. Not like make America great again. Well, no, right? it's German. It's about Germany. Right. It would okay. not, be, it right. not be that again. <clears throat> right. uh, anything else here? Do we have another one? So it wouldn't remember. be like make Germany great again. wouldn't be something like that. No, it, certainly no. not. So uh, That's okay. the last one. So anyway, you, uh, it's an interesting read, and I am uh, just started reading it. Um, quite, quite interested to, to finish it off. It's a thousand pages. It's going to take a while, but I will keep you updated as we go. Kind of, interesting a, review of it. Yeah, uh, really interesting. Fascinating. A lot, a lot of interesting yeah. topics covered. Um, yeah. I, I would say. Uh, <laughs> I would say so, too. All right. Uh, more patent stew is inevitable. Some would say. to our uh, undocumented staff meteorologist, Jeff Oops. Fisher. <laughs> really? <laughs> For what's going on with this hurricane. Come on. It's a Category 4 still. It is a Category 4 right now. And uh, <laughs> listen, at least two have been killed so far from Hurricane Matthew as it's uh, really where Haiti and Jamaica. <laughs> and it uh, looks right now that, uh, you know, look, look, the United States and yes. Florida could... Still be impacted by the storm. So the rain that's hitting Florida right now is oh not because God. of Matt. It's infuriating. <laughs> it's infuriating. I, I, there's nothing it's I hate more than him. What are you talking about? It's I'm trying to. This is you trying to pretend you know something about the weather, which you don't know anything about. He's and an undocumented meteorologist. Thank you. I mean, 
This is this this is my more life. annoying to me than you going. <laughs> uh, you know what would go would go with these milk. Milk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just, so go ahead. I'm just tell us. To tell, tell us right. your big, your big infl- uh, most important, of, uh, you know, information. Most of our models right now are showing Matthew going up along the East Coast and not impacting them. I would say most you have no models, models, but you do. You have models. They're just uh, undocumented uh, Croatian refugees. Uh, <laughs> uh, milk. Milk. <laughs> All right, so you think it's going to hit us or not? No. No. I do not. So, not, not big deal no, so it's not going to hit Florida. It's not going to hit the East Coast, you think? Uh, my, most of the models show no. But, you know, you never know. Hurricanes are unpredictable. As much as we try to think we can predict every move of a hurricane, we can't. Well, we can, we can control the global temperature over the next century, though, right? Well, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we can do that. Whew. Yes. I was nervous. Yeah, don't get scared because, yeah, we've got that under control. Because I turned my light off. In I mean, my for closet. $10 trillion a year, we can do that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's going to cost some money, but it's worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't afford not to, Stu. Thank you. That's my, that's my motto. We can't Finally. afford not and to. And that should be your motto when hurricanes are even close. You can't afford not to prepare. Was that oh. brave? I just took a brave stand, did I not? <laughs> are you we rating your own braveness? Yes. Yes, he is. We can't afford not to do these things. The things you want done. Right, yeah. Will they solve the problem? Well, no, but they'll, they've will they got to do something. I mean, that that's one of your bumper stickers, right, on the car? We've, yes. Will they solve the problem? No, but no. we've got, got to, to do something. something. The, only, the only difference between your analysis and the actual thing that comes from Al Gore or any of these people is the no. Yeah, because they'll, they'll say, well, yeah. They, they won't say necessarily They won't necessarily yes, right. it'll fix uh, it. But, but they'll just say, look, we have will, to take steps. We have to take steps. You know. It's not gonna, nothing's going to solve everything all at once, but yeah, yeah well, yeah. There well, are no perfect plans, only uh, plans that will address the situation. <laughs> hmm? I, I don't know. I don't know. Ask him. I mean, what are we? What are we protesting? I don't know. I don't know. Is, it, is collectivization <laughs> of manufacturing? I don't know. Or is it the uh, something of the, the human psyche? Institutionalization. Institu- of the human yeah, psyche? right, right. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, all right. Thank you for that, undocumented meteorologist uh, Jeff Fisher. Just, uh, yes. just speaking for the... You've got to be the voice of the audience on the show, Jeffy. And right now, everyone's looking at the radio booing when they see your face. And I'm just trying to <laughs> communicate I mean, with them. They their- can boo all they want. I'm just trying to save their lives. Oh, God, it's so annoying. I'm just trying to let them know. You know. Your fake weatherman shtick is the most <laughs> annoying. I'd rather be having your fake veteran stuff that you do is better than the fake weatherman. Okay, well, first of all, now you've pissed me off. My fake what? Your fake veteran. Your mm-hmm. fake military service. Uh, your stolen valor is what they call it. Stolen valor. Uh, yeah, are, well, are you forgetting about the island of Spice? I mean, you must be thinking about I something else because wow. you're right. That's what I'm talking about. He's forgetting about the island no, of Spice. It was what I was referring to. It was, I was the most brutal battle. I apparently am the only one who remembers in it. History. Okay? Apparently. The only one who remembers <laughs> the it. The only one that remembers yeah, it? The only one who remembers it and what you've done with it. The only one okay. that, yeah. You'd remember it if we didn't uh, storm the island, I'll tell you that. Because you'd be communist now in this country. How would we be communist yeah, when it's an right. island 4,000 miles off the shore? How? Also, oh, they would have taken Also, you've never stormed anything. You've never stormed anything outside of a crap lake You've buffet. waddled, but you've never stormed. No, never stormed. Never stormed. <laughs>
uh, patents do? Uh, it's, I don't know. I just, I hate this stuff because it's such madness. How have we gotten here? How have we gotten to this place where Google promotes the claim that it's not possible for minorities to be racist against white people? We knew that, right? How is that possible? I mean, I know the theory is out there, but the theory is so stupid for a giant corporation that depends on, you know, the business of white people to be saying this kind of stuff. It's what does that mean? Google is promoting it. The tech giant's search results appear to foreground left-leaning answers to the question. Don't they sort those? Don't they control that? Well, it's usually done by algorithm, right? I mean, it's so... And that's what they'll claim, I'm sure. Right? I mean, if, if you know, <clears throat> again, we don't know. I mean, it, it, Trump tried to put, put out some uh, Clinton conspiracy theory with Google, which was not accurate, uh, but shockingly, uh, from this past weekend. Um, a lot of this, I would say 95% of these sorts of things wind up being nothing. I just don't know this one at all. I mean, I, I, I've never even, this is the first time I'm actually seeing this. Uh, if a black person can be racist against a white person, and we were told, uh, okay, they asked if a black person could be racist against a white person. They were told the usage of the word racist relative to a hate speech by blacks on blacks or whites is incorrect. A subjugated group cannot be racist. They can only be prejudicial. I don't know. How is that possible? So they're drawing a because distinction between the definition between a racist and prejudici- yeah, prejudicial. But even that is nonsensical because they're basing this, I, I presume. I mean, I don't know because it doesn't say here in this limited story we have. But it's always it's always based on the fact that you've got to have power to be racist against somebody. You've got to have power. Right. The president of the United States of America, the most powerful position in the world, is a black man. How do you not have power? How can you not be racist then? So he you could, have power. He could clearly be racist, right? He could. But under he this could. definition, and which is why it's a faulty definition. But I don't have um, power over any blacks, so how can I be racist? Ask, her, ask Robert Mugabe if blacks can be... Uh, yeah. can be it, right. uh, where, where blacks have all the power in Zimbabwe, they've used that power to uh, execute uh, God only knows how many white people mm-hmm. uh, that they found to be political enemies uh, over the years. Is it possible in that society? I mean, it's, of course, even under the definition that you have to have power, it's still possible. It just has to mm-hmm. be in a, in a situation where black people have more power than white people. And that is the case in many countries around the world. Uh, it's not like some futuristic, weird, uh, you know, fantasy land that we're trying to create here. This is happening currently all over the world. Um, and here in the United States, obviously, it's, it happens in certain areas. Like, for example, could if um, uh, at, a, you know, a Grambling University, which is a largely black university, could the people uh, if there was a white person going to Grambling, could they be a victim of racism? Under this definition, absolutely they could be, because the power is, is uh, among a different group from them. It's a stupid definition anyway, because it, sh- it really has nothing to do with power. And clearly it has nothing to do with power. When you talk about um, people, they'll take any you know, someone gets caught making a racial comment. They'll go to someone like uh, at a Trump rally that made a racist comment um, and, and exploit them and say how racist they are. Well, should they, should they all stop and say, well, actually, you're, he's, uh, this person's adopted. Since it's a person who doesn't really have any power as a low-level employee at a company who makes $8,000 a year, uh, you know, unemployed, uh, you know, uh, on disability, they don't have any power. So can they be racist? Obviously, the answer to that under this definition is no. They mm-hmm. can only be prejudicial. 
I mean, you're going you're gonna to eliminate mm-hmm. pretty much everybody uh, out of, of the possibility of being racist, which in some ways maybe that's a good thing. And how racist is it to just assign that to, to an entire race? Like, even if there was a white president right now, all whites have power over blacks? How is that possible? Right. It's not. No. It's not. It's, it's stupid. But they are, Google is, is uh, saying exactly what you said, that they don't endorse or select responses manually. Uh-huh. Yeah. This, well, con- <laughs> this content comes from third-party sites that we do not control. The feature is an automatic and algorithmic match to the search query. Uh, you know, the uh, spokesperson also went on to say that uh, we welcome feedback, as we're always working to improve our algorithms. Users and content owners can give feedback on incorrect information through the feedback button at the bottom right of the web answer. Thank I got to say, I got to say, I mean, I, I am uh, not a, you know, a fan of Google as far as like their politics that are obviously crazy nut jobs. Right. Of course. The idea that the Google is going through and, and looking for a, a question like this yeah, and manipulate it, the results. It does sound to, weird. And that's uh, it what, just seems really highly improbable. To your Donald Trump point, you know, they actually what the, what he was talking about. And I don't know how he put it, but in this story, it talks about how Trump was left off a page which uh, appeared to people who searched for presidential candidates. and uh, Yeah, that's not what he was talking about. They said, well, that was just a bug, sorry. Yeah, that's not what he was talking What he was talking about was when you start, there's somebody made a web video um, that uh, <laughs> uh, basically says when you start searching for negative things about Hillary, they don't pop up. Um, so, like, if you write, like, Hillary Clinton and you start typing indicted, now, of course, if you t- search for it, it comes up, but it, but it doesn't do autofill auto of indicted. It goes to other other topics. And there's another example that was similar like that. And the issue is the way that Google autofill works is they have a um, they try basic um, basic uh, filtering, which is like Hillary Clinton hasn't been indicted. Right. So th- they wouldn't suggest that automatically. Because she hasn't been indicted, and you might think she should be, and if she, but if she was, it would be in there. Mm-hmm. Is the way that their, their things were, were being makes sense because they look. Look at this. If you go to Bing and you do it, Hillary Clinton, I N, it comes up indicted, but it doesn't happen on Google. Well, that's kind of a function of Google being better, right? Right. Google. The reason why people like Google more than they like Bing is because there it gets you to the results that you want. Faster. Well, they are one of the top three search engines too. Google, Yahoo, and Bing. What about Lycos? Where's Lycos in that? It's 11 teeth. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It is 11 teeth. What about Ask Jeeves? Ask, Ask Jeeves, Jeeves is like number one now, right? Ask Jeeves is number one. Okay. Uh, then Google's like third or something, for fifth. Uh, Alexa. Alexa. Oh, was that, was that right. one for a while? That sounds like familiar, but I was going to say, remember. the other one was um, uh, Metacrawler. That was the one for a while. I don't know if that <laughs> still exists. They were all so bad. They are all bad. Metacrawler oh, man. was good for like a month because it, it would search all the other ones and combine the results. Yeah. So it would search all the other, what, you know, all at once and then just give you like one centralized list. And But that went away too. Yeah, because Google just is better than anybody else at this. They, they I mean, just the bottom line is they just, they just do it better. Yeah, I will say though, when I you know when I research these uh, serials and and I I type in something like uh, abortion, what happens is the first page is all pro-abortion. It, there, you know, yeah, you, you would expect deep. you would expect like a. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't know if it's that specific right. example right. because people are probably checking to see that now. Right. As I but know. but there are so many of those things that when you type in something, 
all this all these stuff that is that is not what I'm looking for comes up first. And I really have to, you know, search through the garbage right. to get to something. Now, in their defense, right, their algorithm is for what people are searching for and what are the top And maybe ones it's for. the leftists who search for yeah. that more than right. we like, do. I, like, I don't for know. For example, like probably the people who are searching for abortion on the right are suggesting are looking for political arguments about abortion. Mm. Where people on the left who are searching for it might be looking to get one. Right. So yeah. like so like, yeah, for example, I'm, I mean, it's just I know that was a random example. Yeah. Um, but past the ads and the actual definition of the word, because the first thing is just an ad, then a definition of the word, then the news. Uh-huh. Then you get abortion, the Wikipedia page. OK, of course. Yeah. Then you get abortion information from Planned Parenthood. But again, yes. those are people what? searching. Right. Where do I get an abortion? Yeah. Right. Like that's not a search that we're doing. That's a, right. a different type of search. OK. Then there's uh, abortion topic overview of WebMD. Then there's a map showing you where you can get an abortion. Wow. Then there's a bunch of phone numbers telling you where you can get an abortion. Okay. Uh, abor- and then there's a bunch of other medical-type sites. I don't see any right-wing arguments about... No. Uh, but there's not necessarily a left-wing one, it, although no, Planned Parenthood yeah, t- is certainly left-wing. Yes, a, d- a left-wing organization. Towards yeah. the end, there's a couple articles that talk about, like, there is abortion uh, not easy and uh, not sorry from L Magazine. Which is the first oh. one linked. So someone's saying it's not easy, but also she's not sorry for it. So that would be kind of like a, probably a, a left wing. Oh, sure. But still, but I was saying it's not easy is at least maybe making the other side. I had to take a whole day off from work. Uh, abortion's <laughs> racial gap from Atlant- the Atlantic from 2014. And why I filmed my abortion from Cosmopolitan. But again, these are the stories. We, some of these that we've Jeez. talked about on the air yeah. have been the viral abortion stories over the past year. Yeah. There's um, been an inordinate amount of those. The proud abortion yeah. stories. Yeah. The, I had an abortion and I'm glad it made my life better. I'm better, stronger and faster after my abortion. I mean, they I had to fight kid. back after the after the undercover videos yeah. out, man. That was I mean, that's all promo on there. I part. became abortion woman yeah. after my abortion. It made my life uh, better and it also okay. made my child's life. Oh, no. Wait. I've had more than one, and I'm happy. <laughs> I have an abortion every year, and I like it. But I should point out to a lot of people asking, uh, after this weekend's eating, I, I am not pregnant at the moment. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Not were a lot of people asking? A lot of people were asking. No. Oh, my gosh, I see the bone. No. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. I was embarrassed but, uh, to say anything because you know, you know how it's embarrassing if you're wrong. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. It, is, it would have been embarrassing. It is embarrassing uh, if you're wrong. It's embarrassing uh, if you're wrong. Uh, so, what was the occasion for the uh, uh, eating frenzy? Um, capitalism has made food available uh, almost everywhere. <laughs> that finally happened? Yeah, finally. Oh my gosh. They solved it. So, I was like, I, I should take advantage before that. it goes away. Yeah. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah. Me. Oh, gosh, man. I just It was just one of those weekends, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I've been sick the last week or so. I'm still. You know, all you know, congested and all that nonsense, and it's like I just when I get in that mode, it's like that's a good justification to eat constantly. Yes. Right? Whenever You're there's right. a slightest bit of being uncomfortable in any way, oh, yeah. whether I didn't get enough sleep, food makes it all better. I'm tired, whether I've hurt myself in some way, like I, yeah. you know, I, I pulled a muscle, I, mm-hmm. I hurt my fingernail. Yep. You're uh, full. Welcome. Steve. You're stuffed like a pig. Welcome. Time to eat. Time to eat. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. There's no that's time. It's so not the right time. For that. I did think of you this weekend, though, because I ran across. My father-in-law had the TV. He was scanning the dials. And one of the shows he stopped on was uh, How Much Food America Wastes. And showing, uh, look, this particular vegetable doesn't look good. And it gets thrown away in America. And I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No one wants to eat it. If they had yeah. the... If, if the other country 
whatever country they're talking about, had the opportunity to eat this or this, the good-looking one or the bad-looking one, they would choose the good-looking one, too, yes. just like we do no here No question. And they throw out the bad-looking one. I, I will tell you this. I threw away a T-bone steak over the weekend because I, you know, we, we didn't use it a while ago. I put it in the freezer. It's been, I don't know, two months. Brought it back out. Oh, like a freezer burn? Opened it up. Oh, no. And it just had this weird look to it. It was, like, gray. And I cooked it anyway because I thought, ah, oh, yeah, grill it fine. Once you start smelling, and then that I bad boy. smelled it after it was yeah. cooked, and I was like, oh, that yeah. really smells weird. And I wasn't going to take a chance on eating bad meat. No. Are, are they going to do that in some other country, even no. if they're hungry? No. I maybe they would. Maybe they'd eat bad meat. It just won't be good for you. And we, you know, I mean, I might have stopped halfway. We don't have to in America. We don't have to eat the bad food. You're saying you would have stopped halfway. halfway. I mean, yeah. halfway, you got to figure out if it's bad or not. I mean, you didn't but, but even try it. It still could have been good. You, you wouldn't have stopped. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying he would not So you're, you're saying he would have eaten the whole thing. <laughs> bad or not. Even if he knew it was bad. Could have even been molded meat. In he fact, still would have eaten it. I would it. not be surprised if he comes to your house today and tries to find the steak <laughs> that you threw out this weekend. <laughs> well, you're going to have to fight the garbage man for it because it's there. Oh, He's going to okay. be there anyway. Yeah. He's going to be at the dump anyway. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patent scoops coming up. But, uh. Speaking of a lot of food, uh, you know, I almost I ate the equivalent of like a month of food this weekend. Um, uh, I should have just eaten up the uh, supply of my Patriot supply. I mean, it's only ninety nine dollars. Would have saved some money for sure. Uh, they will give you a four week emergency food supply for only ninety nine bucks. And this is not supposed to be like your weekend eating. It's supposed to be food for an emergency, but honestly, you can eat it whenever you want because it's just mm. good. If you feel like, you know what, you're sitting there, because this has got to happen to you, Pat. I know it's happened to me. You're like, you have food that you're like there, it's for storage, and you know it might be, it might taste good. And then you're like, well, I can have this thing that I have in my refrigerator that's not that it's good, or I could just go make some of that macaroni and cheese that I like. All right. Yes. And then you just make it up and you're like, oh, we need more food storage. I don't know what's going on. Bull weevils. <laughs> My Patriot Supply it will cover for you if you want to tell your wife uh-huh. that bull, bull weevils got in the food all. that you ate. Yeah. That's their, now, they have, not, they have not told us that they will do that, but we're telling you that they will do that. They will cover for you and say, yeah, it wasn't that they ate all that food. It's, it's our, pro, our fault. Sorry about that. We didn't package it right or and whatever. An, another really good thing about it is it, it won't go bad. Like the yeah. steak I had over the weekend, which went icky bad. This food lasts up to 25 years, and even after you open it up, it'll still last for another year. So... Don't wait for a disaster to come into your life. Get prepared right now and just order online. It's really easy to do. Yeah, take care of it today. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Preparewiththeblaze.com or call 888-411-5290. There's a limit of two per caller. It's preparewiththeblaze.com, 888-411-5290. Call now. I don't know. What do we have a constitution for? What do we have? Well, you have to have something to ignore. It's, it's true for the country. It's true for patents, too. We have a constitution to be continually ignored. Right. Ignored. Thank you. What's written in our, in our patents, too, constitution? Well, our patents, too, constitution is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, there's not a lot of 1700s language in it. No. Uh, it's pretty it's, straightforward. It's pretty right? straightforward. I believe what it says, roughly, if I could just uh-huh. roughly, 
We are a show of science. Yes. We are men of science. Right. And we believe that it is important uh, when we cover a news story to be able to give you the most factual information possible. So to That's that right. end, That's right. uh, when we talk about a particular food item that mm-hmm. is in the news. Mm-hmm. Consti- for science. Yeah, for science. Constitutionally, we are required to uh, have check. someone on the show taste test it as it's happening. And fact check. And right. we've got this story about uh, Business Insider, and they claim we tried chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's, and the winner is clear. Well, we don't know that. Lion bastards. We can't, we can't that, they could that. be trying to pull something over on Americans, and now we can't do a thing about it. Does Wendy's even make food? We don't we know. We don't know. We don't know why, because it's not know? here. It's, it's not, not here. here. We can't prove it to you. We cannot. It's speculation. We might as well talk about 9-11 being an inside job. Yeah, um, we don't know. I don't, I don't want to uh, burst your bubble at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but look at the next story. Uh, no, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's another one. Oh it's another one. I mean, I mean so many violations of the Constitution. Someone, you might as well set should, it on fire. Someone should lose their job. Yeah. Go ahead. The next one set it on fire. Shake and Shack and Insider, uh, In and Out Burger, um, <laughs> side by side. <laughs> well, it's clear which one is better. Wow. Well, that <laughs> and that is true. That is absolutely so, true. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But uh, uh, and we shall. We shall be firing someone over this. Yeah. Someone yeah. should lose their job. It's, it's, uh, it's time. I mean, we need someone who's gonna. We need someone who's gonna. Andrew's the guy. We got to fire Andrew. Our, our producer Andrew needs to, to, to be gone. He needs to go. This is uh, if not I today, when? When Andrew? Or are we firing you then? If it's not today, <laughs> this, week, this week we're firing him. This week, okay. Yeah, this has nothing to do with him just taking a new job and <laughs> no, uh, has nothing to do with that. Starting. No way. I mean, it might be no. a wild coincidence that that all is happening too. But he's fired this week. This it's week. good that he's got a new job because because he's, he's fired, fired from this one, right? Regardless. Although Marissa, who's starting. Um, hmm. She might not ignore us as much as, as Andrew. Andrew does, um, yeah. and maybe we could. Maybe Andrew, as a as a as a part of his you know good goodwill going forward, as we fire him, can tell Marissa that she actually has to do these things. Yes, so she'll be believe it. Yes, that, that she'll would be, be like, oh my gosh, there's oh, a food geez. story. We gotta is, get that food. It's in constitutional. Here. Right, you gotta get it. I mean, I would like someone who respects the Constitution. Thank on the you. Staff. Yes, you. yes, <laughs> be nice. Uh, All right. First, Burger King's chicken nuggets. These nuggets are firm but not crispy compared with other options. Paid $5.89 for 10 pieces. First bite, we taste a little kick, possibly thanks to the noticeable pepper flakes in the breading. (laughs) I mean, they really did some deep analysis here. Burger King nuggets aren't aren't too bad. But they have a spongy texture that feels questionable. Do you guys ever eat at Burger King? I never. Yeah, once in a while. I can't remember the last time. Um, I actually went to Burger King the other day uh, in one of my eating binges, um, and I was like, you know what I want to have? Some of those mac and Cheetos. Remember we had those mac yeah. and Cheetos on the oh, air? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, which is like a, a stick filled with macaroni and cheese and cheesy coating. I, was like, I bet oh, they're gone already. Good. They're gone. Gone. They I now it. have mac, I knew it. mac and Cheetos chicken sticks or something. Oh, yeah. Which are, I, I guess. Which, of course, you can't have. I can. I do not eat well, that. Well, he can have it. Can. But he Although, I will say, to. I just mentioned mac and cheese chi- ch- chicken sticks. They're not here. Where are they? Where are they? They're not here. Where are they? Because no one cares about the Constitution no, anymore. That's right. The country or the show. 
Thank you. Uh, but I will say I uh, have been around long enough uh, to have tried all of these nuggets. Yeah. Um, and I will say that that is how I rem- remember yeah. them. Like, they're uh, not, not yeah. the best of the bunch. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Um, next up was Chick-fil-A on the outside. Golden nuggets, tiny, crispy, bite-sized balls housed in a smaller. simple box. They are smaller. And they, they feel like they're more randomly shaped. They yeah. are because they're- Chick-fil-A is using real chicken. Well, they're all using real chicken. Yeah, that's what they say. But I will say that you're right. The other ones are all formed. Yes. Like Chick-fil-A yeah. is like whatever piece comes out of the machine, we're, we're breading. Right. Where like the Chicken McNuggets are all the same shape. It, Correct. They, their, their review is it's tender and the chicken tastes like chicken. Yes, at Chick-fil-A, they're really good. A huge relief for 305 for eight pieces. Small nuggets offer a big blast of flavor. Okay. I, I would agree with that on Chick-fil-A, wouldn't you? Yes. Did you have enough Chick-fil-A before you stopped that you know? But yeah, I I remember them being... My kids order them a lot uh, because we go to Chick-fil-A, you know, fairly often. And that's what they order all the time. And they look good. They're not as veggie friendly as a lot of places, right? Because you don't like going there. No, there's nothing I can eat there, really. But still, the uh, those nuggets look like the best nuggets. I would say if I just just on appearance, they look like the most. It looks like real chicken. We're like, I mean, McDonald's is a specific thing, and McDonald's. I you think know, is next. yeah, you know what you're getting when you go to McDonald's. Right, like you're going there for McDonald's nuggets, not chicken nuggets. Right, yeah, right? they're you're like McNuggets. Like nuggets. Nuggets. Whatever they're not they are, chicken nuggets. Right. Whatever they are, they're not made of chicken. Right. I mean, that's not true, <laughs> but I mean, I, there is but a. That's what you think. Right. That's what a, I think. Right. Well, well, there are. I mean, I'm sure that there are some parts of a chicken in those nuggets, but. It's possible there might be a hoof or a tail or something in there. Not sure yeah. what farm you're going to, but chickens don't have hooves. Uh, and so they like okay, uh, a claw. Okay, there might be a claw in there. I or see a feather. A I don't beak. Know. A beak. Well, yes. they used to run those specials, uh, tw- the twenty-piece nugget for five dollars. They used to run those all the time, and then every time I'd be there like every oh, day man, when they run yeah. that special because that's yeah. a good deal. That is a good deal. That's a good deal. That is a good deal. You know what? They didn't try Wendy's here, did they? Yeah, yeah. That was the second one. Okay, they, good. or third. Thanks for following. Um, they did not like them, however. They said yeah. they looked they looked crispy, but then they were bland. For McDonald's, they said the breadings have the, the breading has the distinct color, slightly lighter than the other nuggets, um, and it's also one thing that's about those is it's a smooth breading. Where like it doesn't have the like sand sort of uh, yeah, yeah. thing that some of the other nuggets have, um, but they say mm. the winner obviously, Chick-fil-A. of course, Chick Fil A. Not a surprise, I would say out of, that, out of this grouping, Chick Fil A is a you know it's a step above. I, yes, I expect uh, Burger King to finish last in that. Yeah, in definitely that battle. But they didn't. Uh, the McNuggets are second, followed by Burger King, and then Wendy's. Wendy's I actually yeah, do Wendy's. like Wendy's. I've had Wendy's nuggets quite a few times. And, and Wendy's are five for 99 cents, aren't they, usually? I don't yeah. know, but they're really good. They're on the 99 cents. Yeah, yeah. Or at least they're pretty good. Uh, they're probably eighteen fifty when I remember last time I ate it. Then we get to the real battle. Yeah, Shake, Shake Shack, Shack and In-N-Out. Shake Shack I mean, I versus In-N-Out. I don't In-N-Out. that's a battle. I don't either, man. That is a no-brainer. I, I mean, I like both of them. That is say. Well, you can no like both brainer. of them and still know that their one is far superior to the other. I will say this. Uh, I eat fries at both establishments, and I will say that there is not a debate on the fries. The Shake Shack fries are probably the best fries in, in America. Maybe in the world. Um, Maybe in the world. And, <laughs> particularly at a chain restaurant where uh, the In-N-Out burger fries are, I would say, below average for fast food. Because like, they are really like, they try to be purists and they just take a potato, they put it through a, like a fry press, it comes out a bunch of strings, they throw it in there. Which is it. good. I'm okay with that, but they, but that, there's no seasoning to usually, it, there's nothing to it. Usually yeah. companies that do that do, don't know how to cook them. They don't cook them long enough. Mm-hmm. 
That's an issue I have with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll eat very, it. But, very yeah. unsatisfactory. Uh, so they say In-N-Out, totally new burger experience for the author at Business Insider. Has to say In-N-Out fries impressed me, which is it shows right here. The, the, oh, yeah, the taste is not right. Yeah. Um, perfect ratio of a crisp exterior to mushy interior. I think I find them dry at times, uh, the uh, In-N-Out fries. Um, but they are incredibly fresh. There's no doubt about that. They also had a double-double, which is what? Double burger, double cheese, Jeffy? Is that the way that works? I, uh, I mean, that. Uh, I think yeah. so. I just assume yeah. you would know. They thought it looked pretty. It was nicely. Uh, <laughs> it was nicely assembled, as if by a food photographer. But I don't really care about that. Do you? Yeah, as, no. as for taste, the animal style double double is one of the best fast food burgers I've ever had. I wow, that is not that? my experience at In and Out. You've had an animal style before. Is I, that what, what is they, the they, animal style? It's got like a Thousand Island type of sauce on it. Doesn't it? Isn't that the one? I don't know. Maybe. Mm, I'm not sure. I think so. Maybe I haven't had it animal style. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the veggies pretty bland. On a Shake Shack, they say uh, I'm a Shake Shack regular. Um, Shake Shack fries are in a world in a word disappointing. I mean, that's oh, this guy is out this of his mind. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This is out this of is his communism. freaking mind. What you're seeing here is communism. Leave on earth the communist conspiracy theory against our country. Um, yes. Because Shake Shack yes. fries are amazing. Um, the verdict. Uh, gets you get what you pay for. In and Out fries wowed me in a major way. Its burger was fantastic. Shake Shack's meat is tastier, apparently, according to Business Insider. Shake Shack deserves the crown, uh, but In and Out is still an awesome burger. I will say, the the fry. I mean, if, this is like Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, thank if you're you. talking about the fry, this is like literally Infowars yeah. level. Uh, if you're saying the fries are only uh, okay at Shake Shack, that's, that's crazy. That's Infowars. That's crazy talk. Now there's a restaurant in Australia that started. Uh, Put it out an ad for people who would get a tattoo anywhere on their body yeah. in the size of their hamburgers. Uh, it's their their joint is the Australian Cafe Fifty One Burgers, and if you got a full tattoo of any of their burgers uh, with their Cafe Fifty One logo on it, you get a free burger every day for your life. Would you do that? No, I mean I would not, but I could see how people. If you were I hungry, wouldn't. if you were a, if you were first a day, thirty five hundred people signed up. Because I mean, you know, most people aren't going to see the stupid burger. So what, mean, what do they do? They obviously could not give away thirty. Well, I mean, the, the, the guy is all fired up about it. He's saying, you know, do it. If you show up, there's a lot of rules. You know, you got, it's got to be life size. You have to be able to sh- show it on demand. Uh, and not everyone's going to get a burger every day for the rest. You, you know. have a business too, where you say people have to show it on demand. What is what is that? I do describe it. You don't have to have a tattoo either. Hmm. Um, but I I don't know. That's questionable. I was thinking that maybe I would get uh, you know like if so if say for instance a Chick fil A were to do something like this, I'd get a life-size Chick-fil-A chocolate shake on my body. Get a chocolate shake every day free? You got a lot of life-size chocolate Chick-fil-A? shakes on your body already. I know, but they can't. I can't. That's different. Yeah, oh, it's different. It doesn't really help their advertising. <laughs> I'll say that. That's interesting, but obviously a business cannot give away 3,500 burgers a day. They will shut down. Right. Right. And right. you're just getting the burger. Now, they just so, won't, they won't all come in on the same day. And right. and you're just getting a burger. I mean, you're that's a bet you have to take, so, right? And you're just getting a burger. You're guessing that they're going to get other surrounding appetizers uh-huh. around that burger. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. You're going to make the money up somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, by the way, someone uh, one of our listeners uh, was able to acquire. I saw a, that uh, an olive bastard. garden all you can eat pasta pass. Mr. Sorry, oh, really? yeah. tweeted us this weekend. <laughs> you guys didn't get one. <laughs> I believe his comment was uh, Olive Garden has taken a wager and they have lost. No <laughs> 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 so good. Go do some Funny. damage. That's awesome. I like that. All right, triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Back with more in just a second. If Shake Shack did the same thing. Oh my god. I 
be there every day. That's too far. Every freaking day. I go in Go every day. We could, I mean, it's not, is expenses the thing holding you back from? Not actually, that's true. Probably. Hi, and welcome back to the program. Thank you. 888-727-BECK is our phone number. Business Insider has this thing about eye-tracking heat maps. Um, so you can see what influences people. A lot of ads uh, are trying to do this. And, like, where do you actually look so they can put the things that are most important there? Um, do we have some of the video, or the, some of the pictures of this, by the way? Um, mm. Here we go. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe. Wait. So the girl is looking at the girl's... Uh, no, that's just... I think they're just... So where do people look in this? They look at their eyes or right by the ma- nose? Yeah, okay. Okay, so, so for girls, right, they look at the face. Is that, no, is that what we're led to believe? This is average. Uh, it's everybody. Everyone. Okay, so the girl has no significance here, that it's a girl looking at a girl. Right, those are, I think all four of those pictures were on the screen at the same time, right? And they picked, they picked right. where to look, which is interesting. They all went to the right side. No one looked yeah. at the bottom left. At all, and then the only thing that anyone looked at in the bottom or the upper left is is the woman's right eye. Yeah, the eye. Huh. Uh, interesting. And you would think, I mean, you know, to be stereotypical here for a moment, you'd think uh, the woman with the cleavage uh, would be where all the guys' eyes would go, and yeah. apparently not. Well, I don't yeah. know about all the guys, but Jeffy, you don't have to say those things out loud, just so you know. Oh, was my mic on? It was. Oh, it sorry. always is. Sorry. Well, except when you want to talk, then it never is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's interesting. Is that the only uh, example we have of that? Oh, we have a few oh, more here. Let's, let's, uh, see let's look. Um, um, all right. Millennials. So, um, hmm, trying to... I can't even decipher what's happening here. Yeah, me neither. Any, want to give me any explanation of these at all, guys? So millennials are not looking at the ads. What are oh, they I look- see. Oh, so the baby boomers are. So the blue area there, or the, the area kind of cleared out in the middle. Can we show this? Is this the screen here? Can I see real quick? So this area up here um, that's cleared out is the area they're looking at. Okay. Uh-huh. Got it. So millennials are looking at just the content, and then um, baby the, boomers see. Baby boomers are 83% of them see it. Are seeing the ads. See the ads, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, next. next up, we have uh, the product. Oh, so this is an ad with James Franco in it. Where are people looking? They're looking at James Franco and not the product. <laughs> this is not a good idea. This That's is not- interesting because, you know, you're spending a lot of money for James Franco, and he's not helping, apparently, right? No, apparently not. There's people kind of looking in the middle, kind of maybe getting a little bit of a picture, but that's about it. All right, next up. Uh, these are interesting. Um, this is not a surprise. Um, people are really looking at uh, the hot girl in the bikini, not really looking at the actual bottle of whatever she's selling. <laughs> That's a weird ad, though. I mean, what, it is. What is it? It is a, oh, it's a suntan ad. Look at that shiny skin. Hope she can swim. I don't, I don't okay. Uh, but people are looking at her feet. That's interesting. Jeffy, is that interesting? Is that where have you found that in your research? <laughs> oh, people looking at their feet? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Yes, I have found that. Okay. That was the creepiest possible way to say that <laughs> sentence. Uh, next up. 
Uh, Tropicana. Okay, so let's old see. package, new package. People don't look at the Tropicana now; they look at the 100% pure orange and natural juice. So is that a bad change? That feels like that would be a bad change, right? Yes, they changed. It oh, back. they did. They did. Huh? Interesting. All right. Okay. We'll look at that. So they changed the packaging again. All right, and then uh, where are people. So they're all looking at the words and not the eyes of the woman, or what? What they? Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. That's a weird world to try to to, to decipher because you know. Yeah. I mean, they're spending all this money, mm-hmm. and you might get you you pay millions of dollars to James Franco, and no one even knows what product he's selling. Right. Well, on top um, of which, they you know it also showed in that ad where James Franco is away from the product. Yeah. Uh, so how about we merge the two? Yeah, they're probably thinking that right now. Probably. We have <laughs> one, one and the last one. Uh, yeah, people okay. like the ladies. They like the uh, uh, what's your what's is that? Uh, I can't even recognize half of these celebrities. Uh, I don't. That's is that a Han? Hudson. Okay, Kate Hudson. They're looking at her him? more than like uh, what's her face down here. No, who's this right here? This is uh, if she was in. Yeah, Blake, Blake Lively. Yeah. Was she in that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Brad Pitt not getting too much love. More for uh, Ryan Gosling and the other. Uh, nameless person who looks kind of like him. Yeah, the guy who <laughs> he did. Chris yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that guy. And nobody was looking at this guy from uh, I don't I forget what he's from. High sc- High School Musical. Can you imagine what the? Huh. Uh, can we t- can we look at Jeffy here for a second? We should just put like the colors of the heat map all. Can we look at Jeffy for a minute? Uh, just all around where safe space is because. It would show where everyone's looking on the screen. Just never, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be lying to our audience. And we I don't, don't do know. That. I don't know. I think people would. They try their best to avert their eyes. You don't think they're? I mean, obviously, if if, if the Jeffy heat map would be like, you know, their pillow in their in their apartment. <laughs> the no, that's funny. Wall, that's funny. The back wall. Their feet. <laughs> Anywhere but the screen. That is funny, right? Oh, right, Jeffy, you enjoy it's funny. That. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we all enjoy a good joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. How much would it cost to live on the moon? A lot of people are wondering this. Ten bucks. Because a lot of people want to move there. Ten bucks. Right. Uh, I'm not paying more than ten. Okay. You're going to be disappointed. I don't care yeah. what you're telling me. I think I'm not you might be disappointed. Here's a video to show you how much it would cost to live on the moon, Jeffy. I think it's For more food, than ten dollars. The best but not simplest solution is to just grow it. One lunar greenhouse developed by the University of Arizona could produce about 5.5 pounds of food per day. In order to have variety, mm-hmm. NASA would probably choose a few different crops that would do well on the moon. Probably. For our calculations, we'll say that the greenhouse would be filled with 76% sweet potato, 16% tomato, and 10% strawberry. That'll come out to 4.3 pounds of sweet potato, 0.8 pounds of tomato, and 0.4 pounds of strawberries per day. Sweet potatoes have 389 calories per pound, or 1,675 calories per day per greenhouse. The tomatoes and strawberries will make 65 and 60 calories per day per greenhouse respectively, so that's 1,800 calories per day per greenhouse total. Each of our four astronauts would need about 3,000 calories per day, equaling 12,000 total per day, so we'll need 6.67 greenhouses total, and since you can't really bring two-thirds of greenhouse, we'll bring seven and have surplus food, which is great for backup. Each lunar greenhouse will require 0.2 pounds of fertilizer per day, which adds up to 1.4 pounds of fertilizer per day for our seven greenhouses and 510 pounds for the year. So, for the greenhouses growing scheme, we'll need to physically bring the greenhouses, which each weigh a full metric ton, or 2,200 pounds, which, for the seven of them, is 15,400 pounds, or $4.9 billion, plus another $162 million for fertilizer. Uh-huh. 
Okay. That it's seems a, expensive. That's pricey. pricey. Quickly. Yeah. Uh, there, Pat. Yeah. And that's just to eat potatoes, tomatoes, yeah. and strawberries. Uh, what about the cow? Where's, where, where are the cows coming from? Probably not. I need some cattle up Probably there. Probably not showing up. We need some cattle. But we're not going to get Shake Shack or In-N-Out Burger no. up there. There's got to be some cattle up there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Or uh, pigs. This uh, next up is, well, how about water? you got to have water, too, Pat. Water? Yeah, have water on the moon. Okay. I didn't get it. On, no. the, on the moon? Yeah. With the water source up there? That's how I'm going to... I'm just going to tap right into the water source no, up on think, the moon. Pat, I don't think that's going to work out. I think you're going to really? have to do a little bit more work. All right, that. let's see what we're going to have to do for that. How far you got to drill down? Let's see. Here it comes. The International Space Station is a really good example of how water resources could be managed on the moon. Every bit used on the ISS is recycled. That includes water from condensation, showers, sweat, and yes, Ooh. urine. It, of course, gets filtered heavily, Gross. but the water in yeah. astronauts' food is the same that came from, yeah, you, you know, other stuff. NASA says that without water recycling, 40,000 pounds of water would be needed to sustain four astronauts on the moon. That would cost $12.7 billion to transport. With water recycling, we can bring that down to 5,110 pounds of water for the year. Except we have our greenhouse. Quite a bit of water is needed to grow the plants. 6,920 pounds worth to be specific. So that's 12,030 pounds of water for the year, which would cost $3.825 billion to bring. Jeez, that adds up fast. I feel like you maybe just get a condo in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Might be better. Uh, Finally, uh, here's the, uh, let's go for a whole year. What would it cost to get uh, four astronauts to live up there? Watch. After adding everything up, my conservative estimate for one year with four astronauts on the moon comes out to $36 billion. That's $98 million per day, $4.1 million per hour, $68,300 per minute, or $1,138 per second, more than an average family makes in a year in Madagascar. Is it worth it? Maybe. If we ever have to leave Earth because of the environmental change that we've started, that $36 billion might be the best investment we've ever made. After all, living on the moon or Mars or some other celestial body is a crucial first step in learning how to survive when the Earth is no longer. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, so geez. that's why we were doing that is to make sure we could escape global warming or something. Oh, right. Nice. Now, aside from that, uh, living on the moon, I mean, it's a heck it. of a view. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. Um, we should, he uh, had to ruin it, though. Yeah. He had to wreck it. I know. We it was were, fun until then. We were saying you should take people like Jeffy and just put them on the moon. And then see what happens. Yeah, and you not you worry about, about bringing all that stuff with you because it's expensive. It's, see if he can... You know, you put a survivalist, and if there's one thing we know about Jeffy, it's that he is a massive survivalist. Cockroach. Uh, he's like a cockroach, mm-hmm. and he can survive on almost nothing. Oh, I need a little something to help no, him. We're going to drill no, down. I, we got to yeah, try to get the no. water out of the rocks. You, uh-uh. you can eat those rocks they got up there. Yeah, they're delicious. They're, you, know, you know, the moon is made out of cheese. People don't realize that. <laughs> you you Green love cheese. cheese. You love cheese. I do love cheese. You, so, so you just you're eat set. You're all set. Just eat the moon. So, okay. All right, there you go. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Except to be gone in about a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be floating up there, which would be sad. If someone were to eat that much cheese in a day and a half, wouldn't they themselves then be the moon? That's a really for, interesting for, for question. For some time period, yes. yes. That would be yes. yes. It wouldn't last forever, though, sadly. <laughs> All right, more patents do is inevitable.
hello, hello. There Hi there. <laughs> um, we have something delicious on this Spoons episode. Look at that. that. Man, Normally, we're excited. we'll have something like delicious fast food or something, but we talked about this product the other day. It's called uh, Black Water. Well, it's BLK. Uh, BLK Premium Alkaline Water. Now, this is actual water, and it, it's, it's black. Now, you know something about this show. Uh, first of all, we, uh, are, we believe that black lives matter here. Yes. Um, so we wanted to make sure we and had we, we also believe black water matters. <laughs> we, we do. Um, the other part of this is, you know, if you watch the show, how often we harp on fulvic. Uh, oh, ful- are you looking at something to remember how often we harp on something? Come on. No, uh, fulvic um, trace mineral. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we are, fulvic trace mineral? minerals? We oh. always say that. We're always like, you guys got to get on the fulvic trace minerals bandwagon. With, especially when you're talking about fresh alkaline water. Yes. yes. Uh, this is what yes. they describe this. Why is this water? It's not, it's not food coloring, as you might imagine. This is the actual natural look of the water, supposedly. That's because it's fulvic trace Thank minerals. minerals. Right. It says. And that turns it black. It says, for millions of years, uh, inside of uh, this bottle uh, is nature's uh, best-kept secrets, fulvic mm-hmm. trace minerals. Oh. We source our organically extracted Not trace minerals dust, I'll tell you. from deep beneath the Earth's surface and combine them with purified water. Okay. Don't let the color scare you. This stuff is black for a reason. And actually, actually, the color does scare me. Black trace <laughs> minerals react with the pure water, which gives it its black color. Uh, with a powerful combination of electrolytes, vital trace minerals, and alkaline pH of 8, black is pure premium hydration. And Whoa, I, don't. we have these really bright lights, and you hold, when I'm holding this up uh, to the really bright lights, not, I mean, no water gets through it. I mean, you just no flew over the 77 trace minerals and the uh, correct amino acids with natural electrolytes. Don't, don't just fly by that. The amino acids are incredibly important to me. Yeah. Should we try it? Yeah, let's try it. And see what it tastes like? Keep in mind, it is black, and it tastes like nothing. Tastes like water. Water, I guess. It is water. But that would gross Jeffy? me out to look at it. It kind of makes me gag just get to look at it. Yeah. That can't be a popular product, can it? That's, um, I think it's new. I, mean, I believe it I, is uh, from somehow related to the one of the Kardashian families or something. One oh, of them developed of it. As, it's just too icky looking like, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink it. It's like I trendy. Wouldn't. Like you're supposed to. Their uh, their website get black getblk.com is hang tight. New website coming soon. Oh, just got the cover on the. Can't wait for that new website from Blackwater. Oh, Blackwater, I mean, keep on rolling, uh, Mississippi moon. Keep on shining on me. It's not like I mean any. You know, it's a fulvic acid or mineral, trace minerals. That's what it is. Why do you say the, fulvic acid? What the heck is fulvic acid? <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about throwing acid in your face for a second. <laughs> well, that's, that's weird. The fulvic yeah, trace minerals. Weird. So, I, I mean, I... 77 trace. You know what? But while we taste the rest of this, should we um, pretty good. check out the new trailer? There's oh. a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie coming out. Can you believe that? No, God, no like more. Like the 48. No Go away. Go and away. here's this installment and what it will look like in its entirety. No more. You tired of them? Yes. I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> I know, they're stupid. This isn't really up your alley anyway. No. But there's a ship. Thanks. If you're just Thanks, Pat. listening on radio. And, uh, I'm watching, so... Ooh. Drone shot. And there's a cliff. And there's another ship.
this pirate? Only by name. Find Sparrow for me and relay a message from Capitan Salazar and tell him this would come straight for him. sure what his deal was in Because it wasn't that good. Hmm. That's it. Uh, that was a teaser. It's a teaser trailer. 2017. Uh, it's coming out yeah, in 2017. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm going to be there. Yeah, um, I, I can wait for that. That didn't oh, look really? that... Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I guess uh, Johnny Depp is in it. Uh, Orlando Bloom is in it. Kira Knightley, though, I don't think is. So. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. That would make that movie that much better. That much better. Thank you, Jeffy. Oh, it was more effective when you whispered it like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. There's a little, like, I want to say metallic sort of aftertaste that's, to that. Well, that's, that's the fulvic. The fulvic uh, uh, trace minerals? Trace You're absolutely correct. Yeah. That, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Well, I mean, I know what minerals. fulvic ta- trace minerals taste like. I'm saying there's an additional... <laughs> well, that, no, that's the uh, mix with the amino acids. Yeah, well, then, oh, then it becomes metallic. Because I've never uh, mixed amino acids and full of trace minerals before. I've never done that. Don't insult never. him. Don't insult him, Jim.